0: What is up, everybody? We are back. I am George Massey. Please say hello to my co-host, Dee. This is the George Massey Show. So we're talking about Seeking Brother Husband, Season 1, Episode 2. So last night, we finally got to meet the last piece of the puzzle in this season, Shara, Patrick, and Noble. And Shara and Patrick have been married for 13 years, and they actually met because Shara was Patrick's tax person. What do you call a tax person? A CPA? I think it's a CPA, CPA, right? (laughs) So she did Patrick's taxes and he slid her the number. He winked at her a few times. They ended up going on a date and that's the rest is history. They are together, 13 years together. And for like a while, everything was hot and heavy. Things were great. And then unfortunately we learned that Shara got into a bad car accident where she was immobile. She had to learn how to do things again. She couldn't even really speak. And during that process, she said that she, they lost their, their fire, their spark. And, you know, he became more of a caretaker for her and the dynamic of their relationship changed. And instead of them moving forward apart, they decided that the best thing for them to do was to bring in another partner, which is an interesting resolution, right? Cause it's like, she said they were in a sexless marriage for almost 10 years, And in order for them to fix that instead of going their separate ways, because she said the idea of her divorcing Patrick made her sick to her stomach. She said that she would never leave him, no matter if it was physical or not in their relationship. The love and the connection and the strength of that foundation was just too much for her to walk away from, which I kind of understand when you really, really love someone. You kind of look past a lot of things, you know, you deal with a lot And just because they'd grown apart physically didn't mean that they had grown apart mentally. Those are two different things. So Noble comes into this relationship and he goes in during the pandemic and they kind of spend a lot of time together. And then it's kind of like the Kenya and Tiger situation. The physical aspect was happening there with Noble and Shara. And Patrick was kind of doing his own thing. He said he was able to work. He was able to get more things done. He was able to be relieved of the stresses of the relationship. It's just such an interesting way that they explain this situation. Like, what is your take on this, this dynamic? Because we learned that Noble had moved out of the house due to some awkward silence and some awkward situations. And Patrick actually said Shara um, kind of contributed to the situation because she didn't do anything like they brought um, issues to her and she kind of took the silent approach and things kind of erupted and then Noble ended up leaving now Noble wants to come back so like what do you think about this situation do you think that this was a good match do you think that there's a lot I have a lot of questions so I was just wondering where do you land on this
1: I'm the same way I have a lot of questions because I I had to like really pay attention you know to how they were interacting with each other and um shara even stated whenever she went went out to eat with him that she was not she didn't see him as a fit anymore um that she didn't have that that connection with him anymore um that how it all come about went really fast uh they met during the pandemic he moved in the home um uh patrick was not you know in agreement with it Um, noble was living in the the basement Um, that he didn't really realize what was going on. And then he was talking about how she was moaning and groaning and hollering. That's when it, (laughs) that's when it got real for him. And then he brought up his concerns, what, you know, he wanted out of it. And she just pretty much. You know, shrugged him off and gave him the silent treatment and didn't um, at any time during this time sit down and speak with Noble about his concerns or what he wanted out of the the relationship. Um, she was, from what I can see, she was being selfish with all of it. She wanted to do it her way. Did not. Right. This is another one not want to take her partner's feelings into consideration.
0: Yeah, I saw that, too. Like, a, I have your cake and eat it, too. Like, she's like, well, I know that there's issues between the two of them, but there's no issues between me and them, so she kind yeah. of looked at it as well. I don't need to do anything, I'm happy just the way things are. But <laughs> the guys were not happy just the way things were, and it kind of like erupted, and one of them ended up moving out. But it actually seemed to work out in Shara's favor because at that meeting, like you said, she sees um noble as a as a fling situation, not a ring situation, and she exactly said, like, <laughs> he, he moves like a single guy, and I didn't know what she meant by that. Like he moves like a single guy, like was he seeing other women? Or was he dating other women? Like she didn't really specify what she meant by that because she's like, you don't seem like the type that wants a relationship, but he was also living in their house. So it's like, that is pretty committed, you know? Cause a guy who moves single, he just pops up every now and then and you don't know where he is, you know? So the idea that he was living there doesn't make it seem like he was not looking for a relationship, but in her eyes, she felt like it was never gonna be anything serious and it was a pandemic fling. And unfortunately, Noble has feelings, and he wants to move back in, and he wants to make this work. And it kind of seems like Shara has moved on. Like she is looking to explore other options. So I feel like this is going to be a situation where Noble might be replaced out, you know, switched out with someone else. And then this is going to be another awkward situation like they had before. And until it's addressed and talked about and communicated, you know, things might get out of hand again. But I know it's going to be impossible. I have to move back into the house without permission. So it seemed like Shara was not open to that, but it is hard because when people are in a relationship and they think that they're in love and they think that they have a connection and then the woman says, Oh, well, no, I'm going to move on to someone else. That can be very difficult. And especially in a polyandry situation, because she can have multiple relationships and multiple connections with multiple people. And I think, with us being human, we can't always grasp the idea that this relationship, it seems strong, but she could wake up one day and decide that her connection with someone else is stronger. And I think as a human being or a guy with feelings or someone in a relationship, that's never gonna be something that you can just accept.
1: No, I mean that's that would be that would be, you know, hard to accept. Like noble, he is really, he's really battling the the fact that he is wanting a relationship with Shara, but Shara is saying like, she doesn't want a relationship with him. Um, she just seen him as a fling. And not only that, she, her and Patrick both stated that whenever Noble lived in the home with him, um, he didn't do any chores. And that was another issue that Patrick and Shara had against him. Um, you know, that the the least little uh, amount of chores that he had, he would always say he did them. But when Patrick went behind him or Sharon went behind him, it was not done. So I think they're looking at he's just looking. Maybe that's what she's talking about. Um, moving like he's single. I'm um, just wanting to, to go and, you know, get business done and <laughs> move on. I don't I don't know. I do know that this is going to be a very interesting couple to follow. So
0: yes, I know, because we saw in the previews where she kind of was telling Noble that she was ending it, but it was more so a replacement. He's like, I I feel like you're just replacing me with someone else. So it's going to be a very interesting couple to follow. Speaking of interesting couples, I want to talk about Dustin and Kim and Vincent, because we've been following them. And Dustin and Vincent have a very strong bond relationship, because right now, Vincent and Kim's relationship is kind of up in the air because Vincent doesn't know if he's ready to be in a relationship with Kim and Dustin and someone else. And I mean, I don't want to say he's in a relationship with Dustin. He's in a a friendship with Dustin, would-be relationship with Kim. He doesn't know if he's ready to take that step. And even though that relationship is up in the air, he's still very close with Dustin. They have built this bond, and they're kind of just trying to work it out. And we kind of watch Dustin have like a little pep talk with Vincent and tell him like, well, what you're feeling right now is what I felt when you were introduced into our relationship. So what you're feeling is normal. And maybe I can help you through these feelings. But again, Vincent is looking at it like, I don't want to feel like I'm inadequate. You know, I don't want to feel like I'm second best, third best, not the first choice. And as humans, we're very selfish like that. We want to feel like we're the number one choice. We want to feel like this is the person that they chose. I want to be that person that the person chose to be with, not this person, then this person, then me. And I feel like if he can't overcome those emotions, and especially the fact that he was in those two failed um, relationships, where and that's exactly how he felt. He felt inadequate. He felt like he wasn't the number one choice. So I don't know if this polyandry situation is going to work for him based on his history in dating because he has emotional damage from feeling like he wasn't the only person for the woman that he was with. And that's a void that he has to feel. And sharing a woman is not something that anybody can do. You know, I don't I don't want to say no one can, because there are people on the show who seem to be doing fine. But I don't know, like in, put me in their shoes. I just don't know if I could do it. I feel like I'm strong mentally, but I'm not that strong.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, you gotta look at it, you know, he really he really loves her. He really wants to, you know, make it work with her. And he's not ready to um go to that next level and um sharing her with someone else. Um, he's still and he keeps repeating that over and over. You know, he came out of two failed marriages, um, and he feels like, you know, he's not enough. So maybe whenever she started a relationship with him, she should keep that in the back of her mind. You know, whenever you feel like you're not enough for someone and then they're wanting to bring someone else in, I mean, that's just like a, that's a a blow to the gut. Like, you know, why am I not good enough? Maybe that's what keeps going on through his head. Why is he not good enough? Why does, you know, each woman that he's been with, why are they wanting to replace him or find a, you know, a different, Um, version of him or the other, um, the other partner. And I can imagine, you know, even though um, Dustin said that he still fights his jealousy, sometimes struggles with his jealousy, you know, whenever she's, whenever he sees them out, you know, it's, I don't think that's anything, you know, that anybody can, can sit there and say, um, no matter how mentally strong you are, That seeing your partner with someone else is if you're really loved, if you really love them and if you're really committed to the relationship, it's going to bother you. I don't care how mentally strong you are.
0: I think that a lot of people say, oh, monogamy is not normal. It's not natural, but neither is polyamory and polyandry like to human nature. I don't think any of it is normal. I think that we have uncontrollable emotions and feelings and men and women can be territorial. You know, It doesn't matter the gender. It's like when you have something and you love it and you care about it and it, it, you feel like it belongs to you, even though it doesn't, no one belongs to anyone. But when you see that it's a threat that it could be taken away from you, you kind of go into this territorial defensive place. And it's like an emotion that we, we don't really know how to get a hold on. Like no one really can get a hold on it. We just know it's there and we try to control it. So I think this relationship, especially with... Um, Vincent in this polyandry situation it's a battle it's an inner battle for him like he's fighting an inner battle with himself because he loves Kim he gets along so well with Dustin this is a good situation for him to be in but the inner battle that he's fighting might be too great to make this last long term
1: yeah maybe you know um, if Kim wants him to be a part of you know the their future life maybe she needs to go somewhere, just him and her and to make him feel and to make him see that, you know, he is important that, you know, she isn't trying to um, replace him. That would probably be, you know, something she could do to, to help him be able to um, accept and be okay with adding another partner. Cause when people are, they, they fighting with their inner emotions, especially mentally, you know, They have to be reassured constantly, you know, and maybe that's that's something that's that she has liked on on her side. That's true. That's That's why he feels the way he does.
0: That's true reassurance is very important. All right, guys, we run out of time. So I am very, very excited about this season of Seeking Brother Husband. I love seeing the shoe on the other foot because I've been watching Seeking Sister Wife. And it's just nice to see the shoe on the other foot. I feel like women are queens. And um, back in history, queens have had multiple husbands for centuries. So we know that this is real. So watching this show is very intense and interesting for me. So I'm George Mosse. Make sure you're following me on all social media platforms at George Mosse, georgemosse.com, and anywhere you get your podcasts. And please follow my co-host, DD 2 Her links are right here at the bottom. And we'll talk to all of you guys really
1: soon.